Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Give Jane Daniels the Heisman. Give Jane Daniels the Heisman. (laughs) Dude gets hurt. Hurts his ribs. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, I saw that. Hurts his ribs. Keep me involved. Keep me up to date with Evan Pooh. But Jane Daniels deserves the Heisman. Or at least... He better be in more conversations than anybody in the country. All he does, when he got hurt, he threw for 120 yards and scored two touchdowns. What a performance by Jaden Daniels. Tonight, or today, didn't throw the ball. I We talked about this all week. Here are the stats if you're listening on podcast. We talked about this all week, that this was going to happen, that LSU was going to take the air out of the ball. 15 of 21, 259 yards, and he had 15 carries for 130 yards. He went off. Logan Diggs, 134 yards on the ground, but didn't stop. Uh, Brady Cook from throwing for 4-11, but you have two takeaways. Actually, two takeaways on him throwing picks. One of them is a pick six at the end by uh, Major Burns. And then you have the fumble that should have been a takeaway. You got to follow on it. Massive game, a must win, and you prevail. Harold Perkins getting a pick. Major Burns with the pick six. You defeat a top 25 team on the road. Now, five of the last six games that you will have are at home. And I'm going to tell you, you're better than Auburn. Auburn is hot trash. You're better than Florida. You're better than Army. The only other two games that are worth the shit these guys are have already teed it off, I'm assuming, 
in Aggieland. We got a lot to discuss here tonight. Everybody do us a favor, though, by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. Defensively, I know that we made some stops. But, Pooh, can you um, – but let's look at this. Let's look at the, the Missouri stats because we're going to talk a lot about LSU. Brady Cook went 30 of 47 for 411 yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Cody Schrader, 8 yard, 8.8 yards per carry. He was killing us when they were running the football. Why they did not elect to continue to run the football is beyond my comprehension. But Missouri would have 21 carries for 116 yards. Luther Burden went nuclear like we kind of thought that he would, he would do. 11 catches, 141 yards. Theo Weiss, 4 catches, 80 yards. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Eight players from Missouri had catches for 411 and two scores. But Brady Cook did have two fumbles and two picks. You did enough. Look, you you did enough. I, I don't... A win is not going to stop me personally from, um, it's not going to stop me personally from continuing to rip on this, on this defense. He can't because you got a long way to go, but you have two teams in Florida and Auburn that cannot keep up with you. They can't keep up with you. Uh, Oklahoma. Wow. Wow. Oklahoma beats. Texas 34 to 30. Wow. Oklahoma's for real, dude. They got they they are for real, man. They are for real. So, yeah. Uh comments. If you want to comment, you can comment in on the show, you can. You know what it is. It's a post-game show. Everybody hits the like and share. Joe DeLeon is 0-2 already. He is. I'm 1-1. As Drewski would say. He is. Let's go through this game, though. Let's go through this game. You start off a little slow offensively, and you were down 22-7. The play of the game, the play of the game, without... Shadow of a doubt. Regardless if and look, the, the officiating crew tonight was horrendous. They were booty cheeks. They were ass water. The officiating crew was the worst I've seen in a long time. But on the fourth defensive possession, on third and five, Harold Perkins gets the pick completely. Completely changed the game for LSU. From that point on. Hold on one second. Send in your super chats. From that point on, you completely changed the game of momentum. Diggs would go for eight. He had four carries where he would get a total of 20 yards or 20 yards plus. He had a 22-yard run, a seven-yard run, a four-yard run, a three-yard run, and then Taylor would get in the end zone of the play action from Jaden Daniels. Uh, defensively, really and truthfully, they had some drops that they, if they would have converted on, 
probably would have made your defense look a lot worse. But look at this, okay? You give up 22 points, or you give up 14 points in the second half. Like, let me just say this now. Look, look at the top if you're on the screen. LSU only gave up 14 points defensively in the second half. That won you the football game, bottom line. So as bad as they looked in the first half, giving up 25 points, after the Harold Perkins interception, guys, you only gave up 14. You only gave up 14. That completely changed the momentum and game for you. Jane Daniels comes out. So look, LSU was about to convert on their eighth drive. JD5 get, uh, gets the TD, but you have the holding call on Kamari and Pipton. Why we have Kamari and Pipton in the block, I still, I, I don't, uh, don't fucking under, understand it. Jane Daniels gets hurt. Nussmeyer, I'm just glad he didn't turn the football over. You missed a field goal there. But, look, it is what it is. It is what it is there. The second phase of when this game completely changed, offensively, Jaden Daniels comes back. He gets a 14-yard run on third and seven. First down. Neighbors goes for 35. Taylor gets a catch for six. Neighbors is underthrown in the end zone because Jaden is hurting. On third and three. Third and three. Jane Daniels goes 35 yards in a run for a tutty. He's the guys, you can make the argument. You can make the argument right now that Jane Daniels is the best player in college football. Without him, I don't know if you win, man. I, I really don't. Gets hurt, doesn't matter. I know this is pause worthy, and producer Pooh is going to really get after me here. That's what you call having big guts. Big nuts. Pause. There's, there's the pause worthy comment. He is arguably the best player in college football. And you got Rudy Poohs out here wanting to put Brock Bowers in this motherfucker. Oh, Brooke Bowers needs Heisman consideration. Says who? He can't do what Jane does. Goes down and scores. You take the lead. He wouldn't be stopped after that either. Now, at the end of the game, with a new center in Chester, which Marlon Martinez looked like, I'm just going to call it what he is, looked like Dookie. At center. But just throwing this out there, you know that Chester came in and looked flawless. The freshman from Georgia, Chester, number 79, comes in and looks flawless. End of the game, though, when you need to put it away. Come on. I did think that LSU did some different things defensively. They played a very strong cover two. I had not seen LSU play cover two um, really all year. That's what they ran in the second half. That's all that they ran in the second half was cover two. I thought Mason Smith had a really good second half as well. And I know that the sack probably should have been a face mask, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't get called. You get a stop there. 
second half defensively, I know we want to talk about the first half. I get it. But, guys, I will give up 14 points a half every single week. Every single week, I will give up 14 points a half. That's what you held Missouri to in the second. So, I know they look like ass cheeks in the first. I can't defend them. Brady Cook went off. Luther Burden was killing you. But in the second half, when you can stop a team like that, good on them. By the way, they're about to go down and score, okay? And Major Burns makes a tackle for you where you could have made a defensive stand. And then Whit Weeks just got absolutely obliterated. Yeah, I have not ripped on Major Burns. I thought that he looked bad in coverage at times, which he has. But the pick six, I mean, guys, it won you the game. Literally. Pooh Bear says that people owe him an apology. Well, they they going to love his ass. By the way, did you see my tweet? <laughs> I think this shit's funny. I think this shit's funny. People probably won't think it's it's funny, but I think it's funny. This is what I said when he picked when he picked it off, Pooh. Major Burns be like, if you saw me. By the way, he's got to be careful though. He's got to be careful because he uh he came over to the sideline. If you saw Brian Kelly talking to him there at the end, he was flipping off the student section for Missouri. <laughs> I mean, it was what it was. It was what it was. So, yeah. These are the stats in the second half. If we, I don't know... Um, I don't know how I can bring bring this to you, but I got sent it from LGZ. Um, in the second half, LSU outscored Missouri 32-14. to 14. Total yards were 325 to 256. Um, LSU third down defense went two for seven. Getting, getting off the field. Time of possession, you lost. Um, and you had two sacks. Jane Daniels in the second half... Went 10 of 15 for two touchdowns, 189 yards, and no picks. Rushing the football, you had 136 rushing yards in the second half. Thank you to our man, LGZ. Biggie Bull says, my DBU pride hurt with this third and long conversation or conversions. Yeah, I mean, look, and thank you, Biggie, for the super chat. You guys can send in your super chats, uh, and we'll get your comments up here. Um, I'm with you especially in the first half, especially in the first half. Um, I don't really have an, I have no, I don't know what to say, but here's what I do know. Okay. Biggie, here's what I do know. The smartest move in probably Matt house's career. Somebody had to tell him this guys, they were running cover two. They're running a, a version of, what it looked like a Tampa two, I know RG three brought it up in the broadcast, but they found something with that. They found something in running a cover two. I don't know if that's a Pete Jenkins thing. I, I don't know what that is. Have no clue, but they found something there. 
I like what they do, did at times uh, uh, in the defensive line in the second half. Got a lot more pressure, got a lot more tackles for loss. They changed things up defensively in the second half, man. They gave up some yards. They gave up 256 yards in the second half, but I don't know what else to say, right? Like, I, I, I'll take 14 points all the live long day. I'll take it all the, uh, the live long day. Uh, Connor says that Yates needs to start from here on out. I agree with that. I agree with that. He looked fantastic at times. And you know what? Even when he got beat, he was there to make the tackle. He was there to make, make the tackle. So I like him a lot. Jordan says, who would you give the game ball to? Jane Daniels. Like this, is, guys, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to your boy. There is nobody in the country, in my opinion, playing better than Jane Daniels right now. Nobody. Pooh, can we, what was it, 259? Um, let's see. He had 259 through the air. And what was it, 130 on the ground? Wasn't it? So he had 389 yards and four scores. Hurt. Battered. Now, let me say this too. We talked about this on Monday. I asked Carter. Uh, I forget who we brought in to the show on Tuesday. I think it was Blaine Crane. I asked him. Nobody agreed with me. Nobody. Uh, Wednesday... Who I don't remember. Who might know more than who I had on uh, Zach Nagy. Now Zach was the only one that somewhat agreed with me. This right here is how I think you won the game by giving your defense more time in the first half. You held the ball and kept the ball away from Missouri, holding on to it for 18 minutes. Okay, Logan Diggs having 24 carries for 134 yards. Josh Williams had two carries for 10 yards. Yeah, whatever. But you play keep away. Pooh, can we go to the total team stats? I wonder what the um I wonder what the total time of possession was. Now I know in the second half, um, LSU did not win the time of possession, but it wasn't by much. 32 minutes. You played some form of keep away, man. The penalties are alarming, though. By the way, can we talk about this bullshit? Pooh, if you ever I, on the third down when you kicked a field goal, when Ramos kicked a field goal. Um, LSU's first possession in the second half offensively, Ramos got the field goal. Uh, Will Campbell got a penalty for blocking someone out of bounds. Let me just say this. If you as an offensive lineman can drive somebody... To the sideline and continue, you can continue to drive him. That has no business. He got my Will Campbell in college just Michael Ord somebody. That's true. But I just – have you ever seen that called, Pooh? And, and how, how much – Pooh watches more football than anybody in this motherfucker. Have you ever seen that called? 
Because I've never seen that called, especially in that position. But in reference to who gets the game ball, I, thank you. Special teams, when a gunner goes out of bounds and you continue to block him, but I mean, Jesus H. Christ, warn him. And then how else, let me ask how else, for both sides, both teams clapping to try to get players' attention and they throw the flag for whatever the fuck they're throwing the flag on. LSU in the second half, they should not have, one of those seven points should have been off the board for Missouri in the second half for this reason. They said that, uh, uh, who was it? Was it Yates or somebody was clapping? He was trying to get Major Burns' attention. And they throw a flag. How else are you supposed to get his fucking attention? You want to send him a carrier pigeon? You want him to... Sage Ryan, thank you. What the fuck do you want him to do? Do you want him to moon him? Do you want him to start moaning across the field like your name is Sexy Red? What the fuck do you want him to do? Uh... You know, (laughs) but bottom line, what the fuck? I'm going to catch some shit off that sexy red comment. Biggie Bull sends a 499 super chat says me and my former, me and former players be looking at these third downs. We need these stops somehow, some way, somehow press man or do something. Uh, Biggie Bull, did you play at LSU, my man? But, yeah, it's not, you know, we, oh, Brandon Taylor was the guest on Tuesday. You know, we brought Brandon on here. Brandon even brought up that he thought that they should run a little cover, too. Like, you have a guy that's played in the NFL, was a part of the 11 defense. Even he brought it up. Hey, man, Blake, I, you know, there are some variations. Like, if you're going to play off, at least play cover, too, so your guys and your corners can come up to tackle to some degree. And he was right. He was right, and you made the big stop. Thank you, Biggie, for the super chat. Jason says, we went for two to go up by three after the TD in the fourth, but we kicked the PAT in the same situation in the third. Why not go for two in the third, shaking my head? Yeah, because, I mean, you still got a lot of game left. And it, neither one of them hurt you. In the fourth, you got to go forward to get to, to, to for the three. Jason, I agree with what you're saying, but it, it I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I can't see. This is back to back weeks. I know technically you can say the offense scored 42, but in back to back weeks, the offense scored 49 points and 42 points. Like there comes a there comes a time. There comes a time where I'm not, I, I, I'm just not going to come out here and rip on them offensively when you score that much. Play calling, yeah, you can question it and critique it, but I, I just, like, that's not on the forefront of my mind. On the forefront of my mind is, Pooh, can we go to complete game total team stats um, or scroll up for me if you don't mind? We gave up 527 yards on, uh, today offense, or defensively. 
We gave up 527 yards. But here's the key. What do I say every single week in this hoe? Look at third down. Look at third down. If you want to know why you're able to win games, when you get off the field on third down, you win. And then you beat them by going 6-12. of 12. They went 5 of 13 on conversion downs. That wins you the game. It wins you the game. Thank you, Jason, for the super chat. Kareem says, Jane Daniels' Heisman train has officially left the station. Pete Jenkins was a great hire. D-line made some great plays uh, this week. Well, specifically in the second half, when guys in the first half, they did, they did do some different things. They moved the D-line around. They ran some different coverages. It didn't work. And then they went to just, look, in the second half, D-linemen were more up on the ball. Mason Smith got the sack and got the rush. You play cover two. You play cover two on the Perkins pick. Like I said, it's cover two. That is all day. And you won. So they found something that worked. And they only give up 14 in the second half. That is the story of the game. Jaden Daniels being a fucking superstar. A fucking superstar. And your defense giving up 14 points. That won you the game. That's it. That That is it. And getting a pick six. That's the entire game. Also... What really turned the game around, LSU did early in the third quarter. They got a three and out. Jefferson had a tackle for loss. Mookie Cooper went for six, a throwaway, and a punt. The very – so this is, the, this is five plays for LSU to take the lead. Y'all ready for it? LSU gets a three and out. Jefferson for a tackle for loss. And by the way, we do not talk about uh, negative plays enough. Like, we do not talk about negative plays enough. When you defensively generate negative plays, historically, even when your defense is outright booty cheeks, it usually just provides you the edge that you need to convert on third downs. Jordan Jefferson gets a tackle for loss in the backfield on Schrader for minus two, Cooper gets six. You have a throwaway punt. Diggs, so LSU gets the ball. Diggs gets a three-yard run, and Brian Thomas Jr. is wide-ass open on a post for a tutty. You take the lead. That's what happens when you make stops. This offense is way too good. Now, Got to pray that Jaden stays healthy. He's got, you know, my man's got to stay healthy. Uh, Biggie Bull says, yep, I played from 2015 to 2018 at the end of Les Miles and beginning of O. Well, what's your name, Biggie Bull? What's your name here? Thank you for the super chat. But, yeah. Thank you for joining the show. Guys, it's it's 3.15. I'm already drinking. <sighs> Good whiskey, man. Good whiskey. Um, 
Let's see. LSU offensively, 533 yards in the air. Or, I mean, uh, just in total offense. 15 of 23. Even, I mean, God, dog. Uh, Look at the yards per pass. Even though you went 15 of 23, 11.3 yards per pass. Golly. That O-line was fucking cooking today, dog. 43 rushes, 274 yards, 6.4 yards per carry. She. If that's if that's who that is. He was on the 19 team, though. Remember, he got suspended and got – but I, I know what you're doing. You ain't funny. You ain't funny. All right. It was a good win. I thought it was a good win. Thought it was a good win. You, um, let's see. A couple of super chats here. Cody McGee says, defense still concerns me, especially with us having Auburn next week. That's going to feel like an old Miss game back and forth scoring. So, Cody, I thank you for the super chat. I don't know about that. They can't throw the ball. Like, they are awful at throwing the football. Now, they can run the ball, and Hugh Freeze is going to dial some shit up. But, man, do I feel so much better about the next couple of weeks. Now, Auburn's always a close game. But you get to come home. The game is going to be at 6 or 6.30, whichever one ESPN dictates it to be on. I know that Pooh's joking here. He says Auburn does not have the offense. Grambling does. We're good. Hey, to some extent, to some extent, he ain't lying. But, but, to Cody's point, I'm going to throw a high take out there that nobody will probably agree with. They're going to be the best defense you've seen since Florida State. Defensively, they are pretty good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hey, you ain't joking. You had no business joke. She it. They can't throw. They can't throw the ball. But you know, it does sit up for this though. God willing, God willing, you beat Missouri today. You got Auburn, and who's after that? Florida. Right. In Florida after Auburn. You have a couple of games that are very winnable. Then you have Army. And then you go into the bye week. Auburn, Army. Okay. So Auburn and then Army. Guys, you, you're, you're looking, you're staring down the barrel of six and two. Right? Like you're staring down the barrel of six and two with hopefully and potentially one loss in the SEC, or just in the SEC, you could easily go into Tuscaloosa, which, Pooh, what's the score of that game? You could easily go into Tuscaloosa gearing yourself up. Now, depending on what happens today, you know, I, I, I can't. I'm not watching the game. Maybe I should be. Um, depending on what happens between A and M um, and Alabama, 
You never know. You never know. Let me make sure that this is paused or muted. Looks like Alabama just scored, so it's 9-3. to three. There you go. Jalen Milrow just threw an up and out for a tutty. Yeah, he just threw a long bomb for a tutty. So it's 10-3 Alabama. Could easily go into Tuscaloosa with the SEC West on the line. You got a lot to play for. Cole Harville says, by the way, when you moaned, I was an Exxon and got got stared at a little awkwardly. Well, Cole, thank you for the super chat, but I knew that the sexy red comment was going to come back to bite me in the ass, but more than biting me in the ass, speaking of ass, <laughs> uh, she, bro, she's sexy red sounds like a beached whale. Uh, uh, sounds like a like a damn llama. Uh, you ain't sexy enough to be to be sounding like that. You know what I mean? You're not. You're not. All right. Brian Kelly seems to be a little excited, and he should be in his postgame. He should be. He has no business than to be. But, look, the bottom line, and we'll talk about this all leading up into next week against Auburn. Your quarterback, man. What did the receivers wind up going? I know Brian Thomas had a score, but it. what did uh, – Pooh, what did the what did the uh, receivers wind up doing? What did the receiving look like? All right, so Jane Daniels, 15 to 21, 259 and three scores. Malik Neighbors, six catches, 146 yards and a touchdown. Brian Thomas Jr. Bruh, hold on. Can we talk about something for just a second? One, two, three, four. Four different dudes called passes. Only four. Mason Taylor, Kyron Lacey. Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. Jaden is not looking in anybody's other general direction. And with that, their average is 17.3 yards per catch. Like that, even when they don't come out and throw the ball all over the place, okay, they're still going nuclear. God bless it. Now, what did Luther Burton do? I <laughs> wasn't he 11. <laughs> he does believe in Kyron Lacey. I'll give him that. Fucking Luther Burton, dude. 11 catches, 149 yards. He didn't score, though. I mean, dude, Luther Burden and Malik are both first are both are both first round picks. I thought Theo Weiss had Weiss had a good game. Took the air. You know what's so bad about this? I don't know what you continue to do. Yeah, Burden. Had, see, and that's another thing. So Pooh brings this up. He said Burden had 110 yards in the first half too, which would mean obviously 
He only had 39 yards in the second half. I don't want to say this defense turned the edge a little, like turned a corner to any kind of extent. I, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I do think that it is. It, it does make me feel good that you can make some stops against a good offensive team. You just got to continue to run with your running and mix things up. Max Johnson just hit a massive win to Smith. That game's about to be a shootout, dude. Uh, Daniel Edwards says, Blake, are we just young in the secondary? Fuck no. Um, he says, is that the problem on defense? No. Daniel, I think the problem defensively is, is that you're trying to run something that is – this is me personally. You're trying – here, let's take the gloves off. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. You, give up, you gave up 1,200 yards in two weeks. Um, personally, I think that you don't have – you have no idea. Like, you what, – what House is trying to run is so outdated – like, why Why did LSU have success in the second half? Let me tell you why. They ran a basic cover two, man-to-man cover three. That was the three coverages that they ran. And they rotated it. Why Missouri did not pick up on their rotation, I have no idea. Then you went to a four-down defensive line, which I'm going to count Mace, uh, Braden Swenson, which we need to talk about Braden Swenson. Braden Swenson was the dude that was just staying up on the edge. He did not go in coverage. And you went to a more traditional four-man look. You let Harold play a big nickel safety and would send him on blitzes. But I don't know. And I don't really know their game plan for him. But today, today, I mean, he did come away with the pick. And he looked good in coverage. But you're going to have to continue to mix the, these things up. You're going to have to send Perk on some more blitzes. Um, and I, I just really believe, and you're not young in the secondary. Uh, Major Burns is a red-shirted junior, right? COVID year junior. Uh, Andre Sam has been there for seven years. Sage Ryan has been here for three years. Ty Alexander's played a lot of football. No, not SEC football, but he's played a lot of football. Denver Harris did not play today, to my to my understanding. Um, yeah, and you know what's crazy? You know, can I tell y'all something crazy? You in the second half, you know, Sage Ryan at times was playing the boundary corner. Name a time in the second half that Sage Ryan gave up a massive catch. Pooh, am I wrong in that? Do you remember in the second half Sage Ryan getting beat? Because he was playing the boundary, and I, I sure as shit don't remember it. They attacked the middle of the field, and you're not young. Greg Penn is a third year a third year dude. I mean, you got experience everywhere, man. You got experience everywhere. Brian Kelly's saying you're, we're playing young guys. Well, yeah, you took out Andre Sam on, on legit passing downs for Ryan Yates because Ryan Yates is your only hope. Like, if I'm Deshaun McBride, if I'm Joel Rogers, if I'm Jawan Johnson, I'm licking my chops to get to college. 
Like, I have no clue. I- I'm being serious when I say this. I have zero clue how you keep Deshaun McBride from Denver Springs off the field next year. No clue. At safety, I have no clue. He's the best ball ball guy. He is gonna. He might. He he could be the guy as a freshman that comes in here, kind of like Grand Delpin, and has four picks. And you're like, this dude's all over the place because he will be. I agree with this. We talked about this this week. Pooh says once we get man-to-man, we got more pressure. Yeah, you know why? Because you're knocking dudes off the ball, and you disguised it well. There were times that LSU was going man-to-man, getting guys off the ball, and were running at cover two. If they say that they weren't running cover two, they're full of shit. I'm telling you what I saw. I know what I saw. Horseshit. But it's crazy when you get guys off the ball and off their timing. Cody McGee says, is your buddy Joe crying over Texas? Hell no, he hates Texas. Yeah, he hates Texas. Which reminds me, I need to probably send a text message to my, uh, to my uh, Texas buddies. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what that means to me. Yeah, my Texas buddies were were talking massive shit last week. You know what's interesting? I I'm, I can't put it on here because we'll get we we get in trouble. Bro, when LSU was leaving the field, players are coming up to Brian Kelly and hugging him. Harold Perkins, Jacoby and Guillory. Sounds like Brian Kelly just says to Harold Perkins, Harold Perkins says, Coach, thank it. Hold on. Let me listen to this. Brian Kelly says, I fucking love you, man. <laughs> Jots Doucette has the video. He says, I fucking love you, man. That was fantastic defense. He says, I love you, coach. Maybe you maybe you just start changing something. Maybe you do start changing something. Who knows? All right. Against my better judgment. We're about 45 minutes in. We've been doing it every week. Y'all don't make me regret this shit now. Hold on. Let's get this shit pulled up. Let's see here. We'll start taking some phone calls. We'll start taking some phone calls here. 225-435-9387. Charlotte, hold on, leave this right here, Pooh. Charlotte says, did you see the kiss he gave JD5 and it landed on his ear? Hell yeah, I'd be kissing Jane too, shit. Pause. I would be too. Shit. All right, you can call into the postgame show. 
225-435-9387. 225-435-9387. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all those social media pages. As always, this postgame show is brought to you by our good friends over at BetOnline. That's BetOnline.ag. Kevin says, these kids love BK. Some of you get through your head that BK ain't going anywhere. He's here. Get used to it. That's true. It's true. Deshaun Womack got some more playing time this week. Um and couldn't get home he couldn't get home so i know there was a lot of clamoring for that but he couldn't get home when he was in there so you gotta you gotta just gotta continue to play him but brayden swenson did brayden swenson did and that was a massive um a massive sack that sack won you the game too that sack won you the game two from Brayden Swenson. All right, we're getting a phone call. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to here tonight? Uh, my name is Eli Soto from uh, Weatherford, Oklahoma. All right, who is this? We couldn't hear your name. Uh, name is Eli Soto from Weatherford, Oklahoma. All right, what's up, Eli from Oklahoma? What would you think of the game? Man, not going to lie, I was kind of pissed the first half. I I just turned it off. I just saw I just saw Mizzou just running up and down the field, just kicking their ass. I turned it off, left, left thought it was 17-25, came back. Surprised that they even won, not going to lie. But I think they're starting to win, little, little by little. Well, you got to pray, you know, that Jane Daniels continues to play the way that he's playing because if oh, he doesn't. that reminds me. That reminds me. Terrible fucking officiating. Terrible. I agree. Why are they not calling all the late hits? <sighs> that just pissed me off. Well, I don't know. Do you flag the guy there in the end zone for trying to bring Jane down? Well, more than anything, in the end zone, yes. Uh, Chuck whatever his name was, I think you flagged him because there was a lot of unsportsmanlike conduct versus, a, like, to Mizzou. Just a lot of BS going on. But, hey, they lost. doesn't matter now. Yeah, I mean, second half. What did you think of the second half? You said you watched the first half. What did you think of the second half? Second half, great. They finally started to uh, turn up a little bit. And Mason Smith. I was honestly happy at that face mask. I did not care one bit. <sighs> That's bad officiating, though. You know, thank you for the call. It was. It yeah, was. appreciate but the they call. They also did mess up on the false call, false start that they had. I, I agree. Thank you so much for the phone call. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino and AYS. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to here today? How you doing, Blake? This is Cornell, man. What up, Cornell? Hey, Cornell, you sound like you should be on an R&B album. Right. <laughs> I appreciate it, Blake. Listen. All right, Cornell, hit me with you. it. What happened? You always been on JD five sides, you hear me? And this is what I call to say, bro. We win by 10, but let's not pretend like this dude didn't go 95 yards with the, with the hurt rib to put us up, bro. He did. 95 yards in three and a half minutes for a tutty. The long 35-yard run sends exactly. us to uh, uh, winning into this game. I think 
Cornell, personally, I think he's the best player in college football, personally. JD5? Oh, we must have ended the call. Sorry, Cornell. No. Hello? Who is this? Tasha Thibodeau. What's up, Miss Tasha? How you doing? Doing good. Well, How are you? Question. I'm wonderful. JD5 is the best player in college football, and, and Pete Jenkins, Jenkins was a wonderful hire. Really I agree. Hey, hey. Yes. Should Jaden win the Heisman? Hell yeah. After t- I mean, come on. Come on. He's doing the best there is in college football right now. Just carrying the Tigers. We we, we coming together, but JD5 for Heisman. Come on, slap it up. I agree. What did you think of the entire game as a whole, Ms. Tasha? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just uh, continue to be impressed with the defense. Can't believe that hit Jaden took and came back. Um, lots of work to do with the defense. Offense is killing it. Um, just praying for our Tigers to get through this season. Um, Tigers all the way regardless. Win, lose, or draw. It is what it is. I agree. Now, you, I'm going to let you plug your your your, uh, your group here. Tell everybody where, where they should go. The real LSU Nation. Not to be phony, not to be fake. The real LSU Nation. On Facebook. Come on, y'all. Come see us. Thank you so much, Ms. Tasha. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. That's, thank Bye. you. You too. That's Ms. Tasha Thibodeau. Y'all need to go over there to that group. The Real LSU Nation is fantastic. I don't know. It threw me off a little bit because I was talking to Cornell and then Ms. Tasha came in. But, yeah, it's a fantastic group. Game ball went to Jaden Daniels because he's a fucking beast. You're on the phone with AYS. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to here today? This is Terry Jackson. What up, Perry? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Shit. Just glad we got this win. What about you? Hell yeah, I'm glad we got this win. <laughs> what do you think of the game, Perry? Um, it was good. Um, offense was great. Jaden Daniels definitely is showing Kingston a, a real case on his Heisman, Heisman, Heisman run, but um, our defense got to be better, man. We got to be better situational. We got to stop something. <laughs> I don't care if it's a run, a pass. We got to stop. Be good at something. I feel like we're not good at nothing right now on defense. Here's the question, okay? Because after LSU went down twenty-two to seven, and yeah. Harold Perkins got the pick. This is what LSU right. did after the pick. They scored forty-two points and only gave up seventeen. Now, if you can play defense, so here's the question. Can you play defense like that? Uh, Because if you give up up 14 points in a second half, meaning you're giving up 28 points in a total game with this offense, you're going to win a lot of football games. You can. You definitely can. You definitely can. Look, I just, Mizzou, if they controlled that clock more with the run game like they was, I feel like we would be in a different situation. But um, I just think situationally we need to be better. It's not the whole entirety of the you know, the, the defense and the calls and what they were doing, but I think situationally we definitely need to be better. Yeah, I'm going to bring up Allen Jackson's comment here. What did you think of Logan Diggs' performance? I think Logan was solid for us. I think he was solid. He got the yards that needed to, that needed to happen. He, yeah, I think Logan, Logan actually was really solid for us. He did what he needed to do. It wasn't nothing spectacular. I think Jaden really – them together, 
made our offense push where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Right. Because um, they had to respect him coming down the middle and Jaden keeping it. The RPO game is amazing to me. Um, the only offense call I didn't like when we gave the ball back at the end of the game, I feel like we should have kept it spread and bring less people in the box so we can still do our thing. Still be aggressive. Don't be too. We, 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 don't, we don't do good when we're not being aggressive. Yeah, and, and Pooh Bear brings this up, says Logan was the first running back to get over 100 this year. I, I think he's the only running back to get over 100, period. Right? Yeah, I, like, I mean, he's just – he's doing fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for he's the phone solid. call. Thank you. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS Post Game Show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to here today? Hey, Blake, this is Ben. Hey, Pen or Ben? TJ, Ben. What's up, Pen? I really saw the effect of Pete Jenkins with a four-man front, more of a traditional four-man front, and actually making corrections during the game with the line, D-line, especially in the second half. I I agree. I I think in the second half, they look better. You got the sack from Mason Smith. You got the sack from Brayden Swenson that pretty much locked down a win for you to some extent. Uh, The D-line looked good in the second half. Now I think we just need to talk uh, Honey Badger in the retiring and coming to LSU as a DB coach. Yeah, they we're not good there. <laughs> yeah, we're not good there. But you know what, Penn? I agree with the previous caller. I, we we still are getting gashed in the running game, which cannot happen. Well, we got to continue. We got to be aggressive on the D line. Um, I agree, but a lot of that's your linebackers not coming in and filling in holes they are not and, um, and look i like Whit weeks more than anybody pinned but he's not getting it done right now i mean here it's the truth i mean he's getting he's getting pushed around and and if that can like look next week you got a team that all they're gonna want to do is run the next two weeks pin here's the good thing for this defense you ready the next two weeks nobody is gonna want to throw the football they can't throw the football. So you got two no. teams that are not going to want to throw the football that can help you a little bit, but they're going to run the ball, want to try to run the ball all over you. I honestly think we need to go back to getting some of our middle linebackers in the 240 range, your big body middle linebackers to fill in gaps. Ooh. That's big dudes now. But that's what, if you even look at Alabama, when they were so effective on defense, with those middle linebackers, that's in the range they were in. You know what? Uh, whatever the height and size of the linebackers at Georgia is what I want. They're in that 235, 240 range. Well, they go get them. Thank you for the call, Penn. All right. All right, that's Penn. You can call in 225-435-9387. 225-435-9387. We'll take some more phone calls here. Uh, for you. Um, sorry to Cornell. Yeah, I did cut Cornell off. I, I feel bad about that. That's my fault. Florida is tied seven to seven. Ball, ball, ball. Ball, ball, ball. Oh, if old Vandy can, man, bro, can I tell y'all something? Do you know how big of an asshole I'm going to be if Vandy 
beats they ass in back-to-back years. <laughs> Ball. All right, 225-435-9387. We have any more Super Chats up here? Josh Chapman says, need to play another safety in the box on third down. I kind of agree with that to some extent. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS Post Game Show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, what's going on, man? This is uh, JC from South Carolina. What's up, JC from South Carolina? How you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. All right. I think uh, I think we need to put another safety down in the box instead of putting pin in because we're leaving a slot open every single time, and that's why we'll get gassed with the slants across the middle and the outside outlet passes every time. We're going to play a cover two man. We need to add another safety now to maybe play three safeties on the field at one time. Keep uh, Weeks and uh, Perkins in um, as well. Now, let me ask you this question. I'm going to ask you a stupid question. Isn't that technically what Harold Perkins is supposed to be from all technicalities? Yeah, we're, we're turning him into a cornerback instead of a linebacker. Yeah, I mean – it doesn't really matter what you put next to his name. I mean, I, I don't know what you call him at this point, but I agree. I mean, you got to switch off. But, I, I mean, look, whatever you did in the second half defensively, I, I do it again. I would, I keep running that bitch. But did you see they put pin on Burton? They're putting pin in, in compromising situations because yep. he should not – no way in hell, no way in hell he should be guarding a slot defender. In a lot of those passes, I think we could get get off the field on third down. We just may, maybe need to remove a well, linebacker, maybe play Perkins right in the middle and add another cornerback or two to the lineup and play um, on those third down plays. So we'll, we'll get them off the field. Well, J.C., I agree with you. Now, I don't know if this is your super chat or not. Need to play another safety in the box on uh, to help on third down. Maybe that is yours. Um, I, I agree. You know, but I don't understand what they were trying to do with Luther Burden in the entire first half. I mean, they put Andre Sam on him and said, hey, safety, go try to cover Luther Burden. Like, we, it, it seemed like we didn't even have a game plan for Luther. Yeah, and I think putting uh, – if you put Major Burns closer to, the, closer to the line of scrimmage, as you notice, he plays better in short area. He has he short does. area quickness. If you put him in a, in a deep field – he cannot recover fast enough because of his footwork. So if you remove Ryan Yatepan, Major Burns down into the box along with uh, Weeks and Perkins, that should solve a lot of problems. It definitely could. Thank you so much for the uh, phone call, JC. All right, man. All right, that's JC. I, I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree with him. Michael Morris says, I know they gave up over 500 yards this week, but the biggest unmeasurable thing – that I saw them improve on was that they played like they gave a shit this week, unlike last week. I agree, especially in the second half. In the second half, they came out playing like they gave a fuck. I agree. 1,000% agree. 1,000% agree. Can't take that away from them, man. You can't take that away from them. So, Yeah. All right, 225-435-9387. All right, you're on the air with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS postgame show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? And LSU Green, Mobile, Alabama. The 251 hey. is in the building. Let me make sure. Are, are you related to building. a Henry Pooh? Yeah, 
<laughs> Why you doing it like that, Blake? Well, y'all both from Mobile. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, all right. I'm, I, hey, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm Pooh about to say, down, Blake, not all black people really. <laughs> I know oh, what Pooh's no about to say. No all right, what do no you think doubt. of the game? What do you think of the game? What do you think of the game? Man, wait, it's not about the game. I want to know about Tim. Why? Where was he? I, I ain't seen his ass on the bench. For real? What happened, Blake? You, you, you enlighten me. Let, let me know. I'm gonna hang up and listen. I, I ain't hear you all right, talking all right, about it. All right, all right. Here's the truth. You ready for the truth? Go, go. He has more passes completed on him than anybody on the at the boundary. Wow. I mean, Blake. Wow, Blake. I got a question, Blake. I I, I listen to everybody that deals with LSU. You know, T. By everybody that's you know say something about y'all LSU. You know, right? Carter, uh-huh. everybody. I need to. I feel kind of on the outside because I don't know if I overstep my boundaries when I ask y'all about another person. Let's say don't I don't get me in trouble. Don't good, get me like, in trouble now. Well, not. I'm, I don't want to get in trouble because I call other shows that deal with LSU, and when I mention, for instance, like you and Carter Cool, if I say, "Well, Blake, I was listening to Carter yesterday," and you might say something like, "Yeah, but you and him not on eye to eye together." If that makes sense. What are you try? What What you trying to what, get at now? I don't want to. Like, I, I listen to other people, right, that deal with LSU, okay. and they say certain things. Oh, this guy needs to do this. Then I listen to you, and you be like, what you just told me about, Ken, I don't hear that nowhere else. I hear, oh, he's the best corner in, the, in on LSU. Why wouldn't you play him? I hear that. And I don't want to mention a name for you to look at me some type of way and be like, man, I don't talk to that guy. You know, don't mention his name. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm getting hey, at. Hey, here, right here's, 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 here's the – Honest question. Has he looked good? Go no. Okay. So if you take the bias out of it, it has he looked good? No. Okay. Correct. Who who on the boundary looked like shit today? Every boy, two four. Two I mean, on one throw, yes, but two four didn't play that bad. But he looked like tra- I mean, he looked like trash to me. Yeah. I mean, but here's a here well, here's another thing. Go. What would Luther have done to him? Didn't bad. Well, fourteen. Look at the wide. Just like you said. But fourteen's a, a safety. Fourteen's like a safety. Now let me tell yeah, you. Let me tell be- you something. Let me tell you something that is going to sound like it's going to sound stupid as hell. You ready? <laughs> Go ahead. I'd put I'd put Denver Harris at safety for for Andre Sam. I put your five best DBs out there. I know he's a boundary corner. I get it. I know he's a press man. But you know what? If he if he can cover, he can cover. If you're right. gonna run this type of defense where you're safety's man to man, why are you putting Andre Sam man to man on Luther Burden? True. I mean, what do, I, I get it's complete. I know it sounds r- stupid, but it don't sound stupid. No, it don't. Blake, don't think you sound. I'm, I mean, I'm talking to you. You you talking to me? I don't think that sounds stupid because he's a corner and, a, and you put the best guy on the corner. It's like, dang, I got a chance as a defense. But you got a best receiver in a safety on him. People be like, oh, I, my safety can beat him. So that makes plenty of sense. I understand. That makes a lot of sense to me. The only safety in the country that could stop Luther Burden is Luther Burden. <laughs> Thank you, LSU Green. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Two, five, one people, man. You got to love them. All right, you're on the phone with another 251 phone number. You're on the phone with Blake Rafino. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? 
Hey, what's up, big dog? This is Jonah from Birmingham. What, but you got a 251 area code. Well, I live in Birmingham. I'm from Mobile. Shit. You, do you know producer Pooh Bear? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. All right. What you think of the game? Uh, I, I mean, it was good. It was good to the most part. Uh, I ain't like the refs, though. You know. Yeah, they were booty cheeks. You know, the, yeah, the hits, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I ain't, it, I kind of almost threw my phone in my TV saying Jaden get hit like that, you know, because he the heart and soul of the team, you feel me, and, and taking those hits, you know, it showed, though. I think that's a, a big reason why our defense kind of stepped up, you know, taking those hits, you know. That's what, that's what I feel like. But uh, my point that I want to get at is looking at last week and then this week. It was a major, you know, major turnaround. But if you look at the remainder of the schedule, I want to ask you this. What other offense do we really see like Ole Miss and Missouri, you know, coming up these past, these next few weeks? Or I the remainder of the schedule, uh, schedule, period. I mean, listen, I, I'm just going to tell you this. I don't, I have not watched the first half against A&M and Bama because I've been doing the show. Right. But if but it but I'm just gonna tell you I know the score is ten to ten and A and M's at the twenty yard line okay. A and M can run it down your throat, dog, and they're gonna continue yeah. to run it down your throat. So, yeah. I mean, but then then again, we got two practice games coming up with with uh, Arvin and Army, you know, with with actually you know them teams running the ball. So, do you think that'll be a big help? You know, going massive help. Those massive help yeah. because so, you're not have your secondary is not having to be taxed as much. But here's the problem: What if Peyton Thorne goes out there next week and looks like Joe Theismann? Well, and he, and he did look. He, he didn't make too many bad throws against Georgia too. So no, I mean, he I, didn't. I and that secondary is elite. L e l e l i t e elite. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, thank you for the phone call, my man. All right, you're on the phone with Blake Rafino. This is the AYS Post Game Show. Who do we have the pleasure of talking to? Hey, Blake, this is uh, Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. Um, so what I've been seeing is in the defensive backfield is to me is more coaching than anything because the res- the defenders are there a lot of times in coverage, but they don't get their head around on the ball. The only chance they have at a pass breakup is if you hit them in the back of the helmet. Well, then that's on the player. I mean, because you can't convince you can't convince me that Robert Steeples is not telling him to get their te- her head turned around. Because I've been at practice during the off season where he's begging them, yelling at him, screaming at him to do it. But it's all of them, so I just I just don't understand it or the, uh, what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at some point, it's got to go on the player. All right, that was just my input on it. It's just, it seems like every game they're there in defense, but they're just not getting their head around on the ball and the receivers are making the plays. That's on the receiver then, no man. You know what I mean? Because at some point, like, are we going to really come in here and say Steeples didn't tell him to do that? You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I've been there watching him do it. I've been, I've been at practice when he told Denver Harris to get your head around and he just smacked his lips. All right, boy. Thanks for the input. Thank you. All right, no more phone calls. We got some more games we need to go watch. Pooh Bear, always fantastic on the ones and twos. We will see you guys again tomorrow or Monday. Till then, y'all have a good one. Peace. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.